Hello all, welcome to another segment of a newish series called Herb of the Week. I'm Jen, and I have a quick disclaimer. I'm not a doctor, I'm an herbalist. There's a difference, and you should know that everything I suggest here is just that, a suggestion, not diagnosis or treatment of illness. If you have concerns about the herbs I mentioned today, talk to your wellness provider before you make any changes to your healthcare routine. Now that that's been said, on to the good stuff. Today we're going to talk about rose. Rose is the entire genus of Rosa, of the tribe Rosiae, of the subfamily Rosoidae, of the family Rosaceae, order Rosalie, of the clad Rosids. So basically, a rose is a rose is a rose. Where did it come from? Nobody knows. They've been everywhere for longer than we have, and some are hardy enough to grow everywhere. While all species in the rose family are commonly known as safe, the Food and Drug Administration only recognizes certain rose species, varieties, and parts as safe. These are Rosa alba, Rosa centifolia, Rosa damascena, which is the damask rose, and Rosa gallica, and all the variations of those. So I'd like to talk about benefits and uses. Not just a pretty face. Though roses have inspired many a poem of love and romance with its fragrant blooms, it also holds numerous therapeutic actions, which I'll list. Antidepressant, antispasmodic, aphrodisiac, astringent, sedative, digestive stimulant, cleansing, expectorant, antibacterial, antiviral, antiseptic, kidney tonic, menstrual regulator, and anti-inflammatory. It's okay if you don't know what some of those words mean, because I'm going to go into detail about them in just a minute. For now, I'm going to group the benefits into three categories, internal, external, and mental. Mental category really is mood, demeanor, and brain-related. Though the brain is already an internal organ, and it should probably fall under the internal category, it's so complex and is tied to the internal as well as the external, so it really just needs its own category. So let's talk about that one first. Mental. Rose is very gentle nervine that helps to restore the heart and nervous system. It's trophorestorative. That means the nourishment it provides results in permanent restoration. It will restore the health and vitality of the nervous system. This makes it a wonderful nervine tonic, especially when there's the aspect of grief, sadness, or nervous stability. These properties are probably why the rose has been associated with matters of the heart for millennia. Externally, the second category, rose is a wonderful herb for helping to cool the body. Not just overheated emotions like the first category, but physically, it cools inflammation of the skin and astringes tissue, making it useful addition to the body care. It also tones and nourishes dry skin. Think about how these actions will benefit acne, rashes, and burns. Rose acts as an inhibitor against elastase, which is the chemical that reduces elasticity in the skin and collagenase that reduces collagen. So I'm going to repeat that. 
Rose acts as an inhibitor to those harmful proteins, keeping the natural collagen and elasticity levels unharmed. This is one of the best anti-aging herbs for skin, especially when you factor in that it reduces emotional stress from category one. It's well-rounded. So let's move on to three, internal wellness. The third category, it's that itchy, scratchy time of year, and most of us are searching for ways to help ease those irritating seasonal allergies. The anti-inflammatory properties of rose help to cool the heat of allergies, while the astringent property tightens up the lax mucus, I'm sorry, the lax mucus membranes, and soothe coughs. This makes rose tea a wonderful seasonal support. I'd like to go into detail about how rose benefits the internal systems of the body. For the circulatory system, which is the pump, the oxygen, and the cooling system, it cools the body and astringes buildup. For the digestive system, which is your fuel and waste system, it improves bile secretion and soothes digestive upset. For the endocrine system, which is our hormones, it lowers cortisol in males and females and lowers testosterone in females. For the immune system and lymphatic system, which is the sump, keeps the body running clean. It reduces lymphatic congestion and keeps the system flowing. For the nervous system, which is our internet and our information processing from the senses, the nerves, and the brain, it relaxes nerves reduces anxiety and emotional pain. For the reproductive system, that's where our offspring comes from, it promotes menstrual regulation and it's an aphrodisiac. For the respiratory system, which is our air intake system, it reduces inflammation and astringes mucus. For the musculoskeletal system, which is our frame and our motion, it reduces arthritis, increases joint mobility, supports elasticity, and suppresses rheumatism. So for the integumentary system and the exocrine system, though that's external because that's our body's armor, the skin, hair, and nails, it's also the sweat which is, comes from internally. So it cools, fights infection, and reduces inflammation and supports the collagen elasticity in those systems. So that's almost every single system in the body. I know you're wanting to incorporate those herbs into at least one of your routines now. The products that I carry, I have several containing rose, but I'm only gonna highlight three items that best utilize its benefits, which are the loose leaf rosebuds and petals. So you can steep this as a tea or use it as an ingredient for making your own skincare You'll find this on my website at www.kinfolkherbs.com under botanicals. They're just $6 a bag. Rose water is a distillation of rosebuds and petals that leaves behind just the pure nutrient-rich rose distillate. It's milder and safer and far less expensive than rose absolute oil. I sell the Hyzersol spray for just $10 a bottle. You can spray it on your face or blast for a blast of nutrients or add it to toners. Use it as an oral rinse. 
and the applications are endless. And the third product that I wanted to highlight is the Rose and Lemon Toter. I've already made this for you, and this is a facial astringent that soothes and cools, but also tightens and repairs cells in the skin. It's my hottest seller, and it's just $12 for a 4-ounce bottle. I can barely keep this on the shelves, so again, you can find these items on my website at kinfolkherbs.com. And now I want to talk about a DIY recipe, because that's something that I want to offer on every one of my um, every one of my shows. So today I'm going to tell you how to make a rose and aloe facial gel. Rose petals are rich in vitamin C, carotene, the vitamin B group, as well as vitamin K. And if you combine that with the mile long list of nutrients in aloe, this recipe brings your skincare routine to a whole nother level. And it's so easy. The ingredients are one part fresh rose petals, or if you don't have fresh rose petals, you can soak dried ones overnight in distilled water. So you're going to have one part rose petals, one part aloe vera gel. So in order to extract the aloe vera from the plant, you're going to take a long leaf of aloe. You're going to slice the aloe leaf open and extract the gel with a spoon, just scraping the inside of the leaf and getting all that gel. Then you add the roses. I also like to add a little bit of vitamin E. You don't have to do this step, but if you don't have to do this step, but it's another vitamin that is great for the skin and it also acts as a natural preservative to give it a little longer shelf life. So you throw it all in the food processor and blend it until it's smooth. Press it through a sieve to strain it out the large particles. If you don't have a sieve, you can actually just use a cheesecloth or a clean towel. So you're just wanting to get all of the larger parts of the rose petals that didn't get fully grinded. Store it in the fridge to keep it cold and preserve it longer. You can use this on sunburn, bug bites, rashes, dry skin, eczema, psoriasis, razor burn, minor cuts and scrapes. Rub it on skin irritations in small amounts as needed. The natural soothing properties of aloe and rose petals combined with its coolness from being stored in the refrigerator will usually offer rapid relief. As with all cosmetics, if you develop redness, sensitivity, or signs of allergy, then you should promptly discontinue use. Do you want to make your own? I have all of the ingredients you need on hand. You don't have, if you don't have time to make your own, that's what I'm here for. You can buy a 2-ounce jar of this rose gel for just $16. A similar product goes for $40 at Sephora. I'd love to hear what you use rose for. Leave me a comment. If you have questions, email me at info at kinfolkherbs.com. If you want to have a hard copy of the Herb of the Week, you can sign up for that as well as other goodies on kinfolkherbs.com. Just subscribe with your email address and I'll send you all sorts of info. That concludes the segment of Herb of the Week. Thank you so much for watching. Have a happy new year and please stay well, folks.